the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So today's episode is all about the phrase that has become a little cliche, honestly, which is self-care. But we thought it important to talk specifically about pandemic self-care. Like everything else, COVID has completely changed the way taking care of ourselves looks, and some of the tips and tricks or go-to routines have definitely been disrupted. So let's just have a real honest chat about what this looks like for us right now and a few ideas that are working. I thought it might make the most sense for each of us to just kind of talk about it in the different realms of health. So physically, mentally, spiritually, socially, emotionally, kind of how we're doing and some might overlap, but um, let's start with physically. How are we physically taking care of our persons? <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. So for me, something that I feel like I am doing on a daily basis, um, putting on real clothes. And for me, this includes earrings. Over the past couple of years, I've just come to mm -hmm. really love putting on earrings that makes me feel like me and is kind of just a symbol to me that I feel put together. And so putting on real clothes every day really helps me. Also making the bed, which I used to not be a bed maker and I have made a 180. And now not only, I used to love having the bed made, but I wouldn't make it. I would wait for mm -hmm. Chris to make it. Uh -huh. And now I sort of look forward to making it. It just is a way, a small way that I feel like I have control and I start off the day feeling productive. And then there's yeah. this like one part of my house that is set. And I really love that. Moving my body. So for me lately, this has been going out for morning or evening jogs. I just find that it clears my head. I never regret going for a run. I never mm -hmm. feel worse. I mean, I might yeah. feel, I might feel really hot, but I don't yeah. <laughs> feel worse. <laughs> um, it definitely helps just lower my stress, gives me that chance to just be out of the house because definitely so many days can go by where I am just in the house and I don't realize it's sort of like you don't realize how powerful it is to just get out of the yeah, house. Physically out of your house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think I mentioned it before, but I am really loving the Peloton app. They have these outdoor guided runs where you're mm -hmm. running outside, but there's a coach coaching you through the run. It's really motivational. It's really affirming and positive. And I feel like I could just use that in my life right now. I love it. Who couldn't use a coach all yes. the time right now, right? <laughs> and then the other thing in terms of physical space is decluttering. I mean, just going through your closet, finding some things to let go of, going through the kids' toys or the kids' clothes, opening up a drawer or, I don't know, a cabinet and just getting rid of some stuff and putting it aside for goodwill or loading it into the back of the car. I just find that so cathartic and energizing. And, it, and it's another way that it feels like it gives me control over my space during this time when it does feel like we don't have a lot of control. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, yeah, for me, similar. I find for me, it's makeup. And mm -hmm. I had kind of a rhythm of the girls would go to school and I would kind of see them out the door in my pajamas mostly or, you know, get remotely presentable to take them. And then I would come back and get ready and often do a video or something for Cactus Wren. And it just, we have not had that rhythm. So the day I found myself the past couple weeks not doing it and just feeling like, ugh, like there's something about when you need every pick me up you can get, there's something about 
like real depressing about looking in the mirror and looking even worse than you already mm. feel. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not yes. that you have to be dialed up every day, but right. just there's something about not feeling pulled together on top of being stressed. That's mm-hmm. like, ugh. and then, and then the days, you know, a Friday or a Saturday morning, like you do not put on makeup or you're in the, in the pool all day or whatever, then it feels nice. But, mm-hmm. um, more days than not with no makeup on is not, does not make me happy. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to get back to putting on some kind of makeup most days. Um, I have had a very hard time with the weather, honestly, like being so hot and yeah. moving my body. Cause even mm-hmm. it's been like 115, 118 some days lately. And I, it's even warm to go out in the pool during the day. Yeah. So by the time I get to the pool, it's not really like, it's more mm-hmm. like sitting with a cocktail. It's not really, you know, movement. So mm-hmm. we are trying when the weather was nicer, we got out on tons of family bike rides and just had a lot of more natural right. time to move our body. And so I am trying to just get back to like wearing my Apple watch every day and mm-hmm. tracking and just getting 30 minutes of some kind of physical activity in there. Um, we also did go up to the mountains a couple times, which really helped even just for the day to get out of the weather mm-hmm. and just be outside. Like you said, all right, how about mentally? What are you doing to keep mentally sharp and prevent the brain fog? Okay, well, um, first one, counseling, which I think just kind of goes across, um, you know, all areas, self, yeah, self care, exactly. Yeah. And that is something that I know we've talked about that we have done even outside of the pandemic, but it has felt even especially important now. I'm kind of doing an every three to four weeks um, meeting virtually, which is not the same. Um, and I have had, you know, little, uh, little friend visitors sometimes Mm -hmm. (laughs) on my Mm -hmm. appointments, but just having that placeholder, um, is just always helpful. And just even knowing that I have it on the calendar, which I think we have talked about knowing that I'm going to have a space for those things. Um, and just getting that feedback is always really helpful. Um, for the past month or so trying to log off social media for the weekend, Mm -hmm. um, I find that when I do this intentionally, or sometimes even I haven't, maybe I haven't done it intentionally, it's just gotten around to Sunday and, oh, I've just been busy and I haven't picked up my phone to scroll. Mm -hmm. Gosh, just how good that feels to disconnect just from everything. And so I think noticing how good that feels and trying to do it more intentionally. Um, And the last one I would say, trying to have a weekly date with my calendar it can feel like we have so much less going on now that I don't really need to use my calendar. But when I get it out, I think it reminds me of how much I do actually still have control over my Mm -hmm. time and Mm -hmm. over some things. And it helps me to remember to plan things that are important to me, like plan time to create, like when Mm -hmm. I might work on a blog post or when I might be able to do some exercise or even when I might be able to plan something fun to look forward to, like taking one of the boys out for a date or, you know, calling a friend or something like that. So I've just found that to be really helpful. Yeah. That intentionality I think Mm -hmm. is good. Um, Yeah. For me, it has been reading and learning. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I've learned a ton about homeschool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly uh, the last month or two that I've been kind of researching and preparing and it's been, it's felt good to exercise that muscle again. And the teaching, teaching homeschool in general, I feel like um, has just been really good for me mentally. It's a new challenge. It's mm-hmm. using a part of me that I haven't used in a long time. I've talked about this lots, but just that 
that passion and that creativity that comes along with teaching mm-hmm. and getting to use that with my own kids has been really fun. Um, and I'll, otherwise mentally alone time is just so key yes. for me. Like yes. I, I am just like aggressively <laughs> seeking alone time and planning it in, scheduling it in. Um, we do like one night a week, it's dad dinner. And I just peace out. Sometimes I eat what they're making and they like bring me a plate upstairs. Sometimes I take myself out for a drive through and sit in a parking lot, you know, or just get a bowl of cereal, whatever. Um, and then I am off duty till bedtime. I say goodnight. I love that. And it's just, it's amazing. A lot of times I don't even leave the house, but it is just really, really nice. And I think we will use it long after mm-hmm. the pandemic, but it's especially important right now. Um, and midweek is key because uh, so if gotcha. I wait till the weekend to have any alone mm-hmm. time after, especially all of us with kids at home yeah. so much, it's going to be rough. Um, and then I try to take a few hours on Saturday too, after a long week to just like not be in charge of children and mm-hmm. decompress, either do something for myself or maybe get a little planning done for the week ahead. But that seems to be like a good rhythm, like Tuesday or Wednesday and then Saturday. I really love that. I I feel like I probably need to try to practice this a little more and I need to realize that I actually do have the capability to do it because I think I'm still so in the mindset that Maeve needs to like eat every hour and a half and I just have to be constantly on call. But it really is getting to the point where she can go longer between nursing and, you know, just with her naps and her being able to go longer, I really can say, Hey, Chris, I'm going to hand her off to you. And I really could get like a two hour chunk. And I think I need to remember that that is possible and, and to like ask for that and do Mm -hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. that is reminding me that I need to put that in my calendar too. Yeah. It's nice too, to just have the set time with Chris, because like Mm -hmm. Jeremiah just knows like this, right. Like we moved it from Tuesday to Wednesdays now because then if I have book club, he can do it then too. Mm -hmm. But he just knows like, okay, Wednesday is not the date night to work late. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. How about spiritually for you? I kind of thought of this one too as like spiritually and creatively for me Mm because I feel like that really feeds my my soul. Um, Something that is a usual practice, but I'm continuing it and feels even more important now, writing in my journal, just like my my freeform journal. And then I Mm -hmm. also have one of those journals that's like a line a day that you keep for five years at a time. And I just find that that helps that helps me reflect. It helps me feel grateful because I'm identifying, you know, something good that happened that day. I'm also finding the five-year journal so interesting right now because it's remi- it's just reminding me how time passes and mm-hmm. how quickly time can pass. You know, I'm mm-hmm. looking back at things one, two years ago, and it doesn't seem that long ago. And it's helping me remember. I just helping me remember that this time will pass because yeah. it can just feel like this is life for the foreseeable future. And so ways to remember that these hard parts are temporary and I'm going right. to be looking back at them being like, wow, what a crazy time we lived yeah. through. So that will be an interesting five-year journal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, also for me, trying to carve out time to blog, that is just something that really fills me up. It also, I just find composing blog posts helps get things out of my head, helps me mm-hmm. process things. And I really love connecting with people in that way who read my blog. So I really um, 
trying to make time for that. I haven't had a lot of time for it lately, but I do find that when I do that, it, um, it makes a big difference. And then I feel like something that I would like to work on is how to feel more connected to important social movements right now, like mm. anti-racism and the Black Lives Matter movements, also the upcoming election and how I want to contribute to that. It feels hard right now because there are things like... Um, marches and gatherings and meetings happening and mm -hmm. although I know they are happening in the safest way possible I am still just in a position of of extremely low risk and I'm just mm -hmm. not ready yet to even participate mm -hmm. in that way but so anyway so finding ways to feel like I'm contributing and feeling connected in ways mm -hmm. that I'm comfortable with so I'm working on that yeah yeah I think even aside from physically being present for that stuff, how to stay, mm. how to protect your soul and your, you know, we talked about this a little bit, um, mm -hmm. how to like have a, like protect your peace while still right. um, contributing to things that are super important. Right. And so yeah, that is a hard, mm -hmm. that is a hard line. I think everybody's walking right now. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it has been my gratitude practice a hundred percent. That has been just huge for me. I talked about that in our last episode, but just writing down five things that I'm grateful for every day um, and intentionally making them small things and then 10 dreams I'm making happen. Mm -hmm. And I write them as if they've already happened. And, and so do that, you have the same 10 dreams and you mm -hmm. write them every day, like affirmations? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. And then you until they happen or you can change them. Like you could decide okay. that dream is not a dream. Of, like the, a lot of them have changed this mm -hmm. year because they seemed like, who knows, you needed to bring things in closer or mm -hmm. it just wasn't a, re you know, mm -hmm. there was other things because of the way the world has changed. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's kind of um, been huge for me. And then I just did this morning, actually. Um, I have been watching Austin New Church online. Mm -hmm. It's a church based in your hometown. Oh, um, It's actually a church that Jen Hatmaker and her husband started with some other people. Okay. And a few years back. And um, it is very progressive Christian church. Mm -hmm. So they are LGBTQ affirming and opening, you know, open and very social justice minded. And women in leadership mm -hmm. is a good thing mm -hmm. <laughs> and true leadership. And so that I haven't found that here in Phoenix and mm -hmm. nobody's going to in-person church really yet anyways, right. or maybe just starting to. So that has just been really nice. They, they weren't online at all, but they started to do live streaming like a lot of people are, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I just have been like joining them for Sunday mm -hmm. worship and it's been awesome. Wow. So, that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. How about socially? This is another one that's real tricky right, right. now. <laughs> um, so the first one is actually like social in terms of family for me. And that is just yeah. planning family fun. I think just what I realize, I mean, we are just kind of on all the time. There is a mm -hmm. lot of kid management just all day long. And as much as we try to incorporate like fun stuff, it just can often feel like the management, the making of the snacks, the making of the meals, the ask, reminding to clean up the messes can mm -hmm. just feel like that is the majority of it. And so a couple of things, I planned a celebrate a family celebration for Harry Potter's birthday on July 31st. Mm -hmm. And it was just a full day of 
fun stuff like fun so food, fun. fun activities. There were some gifts involved. And I think just that experience, it was like, oh, yeah, we can still have fun. Right. You know, right. as a family. And and we can like lean into that in ways. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like just finding ways like that, I I felt like it gave me permission to do less kid management and it turns out that it was fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to get out of that like rut a little bit. mm -hmm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to just enjoy each other because my boys are at such cool ages where we actually really can have real family fun all together, mm-hmm. like really make each other laugh and do things together like that. We we don't mm-hmm. have as much opportunity now as we would, but so finding ways to do that. Um, anyway, I, I just found that like very freeing and lightening. Another recent addition are for me are socially distanced park coffee dates. Um, okay. this, is, this is something that a couple of moms that I know through school and through soccer reached out. Um, they're in the neighborhood and we have started just in every other Saturday morning, just four of us bringing our chairs, bringing our coffee, getting together at a neighborhood park, sitting nice. far apart. But this is the first time I have seen people other than my little like family pod mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it was just so good. So Mm -hmm. good for the soul. And Mm -hmm. so that, that just feels like, like I said, I'm still in a place of very low risk, but it just feels really good. And I think we were all just like, so giddy (laughs) to even have that experience. And so anyway, I'm just kind of looking forward to those right now. And that is like, just like, okay, I have that to look forward to. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I I would say very similar, like leaning into that quality family time. I will say that like, I really think that we will look back on this like, wow, what a hard and also magical time. Like when would we have spent mm-hmm. this much time together, really leaned into finding things that we all enjoy together. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jeremiah got the girls fishing poles and got mm-hmm. himself one and he hasn't fished since he was a kid, but he's like, Hey, this would be fun to, you know, things that we just don't think about or we get busy and the busyness epidemic has been challenged with mm-hmm. this whole thing. And it's just been really nice to lean into that part of it that like it's not just rush 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 and now too with homeschool like we it's so relaxed in terms of a schedule Mm -hmm. that it just feels so good to be like oh maybe we weren't meant to be living that way Mm -hmm. like rushing all around and Mm -hmm. I don't know that just has felt good as a family um Jeremiah and I have done therapy intermittently so he's joined me for some therapy sessions just Mm -hmm. in terms of our relationship and I think that that has been crucial Mm. and so good for us because it's just a hard time to be married to be making decisions for a family it's just hard um so that has been great uh prioritizing too like we're at this point where we we were earlier and now I feel like we're kind of there again where we're trying to figure out okay what are some of the risks that we Mm -hmm. do want to take or that we are that are feeling comfortable mm-hmm. with or where is the line? You know, like mm-hmm. I went back obviously to Wisconsin for my grandma's funeral. Cause mm-hmm. it felt like, yeah. Okay. Well that is important. Right. And no, I cannot guarantee that I won't catch COVID, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, you know, within reason and be smart about it. And, right. um, 
and everyone might not have had that same comfort level, but it just felt like Mm -hmm. we're making, we're starting to make some of those Mm -hmm. decisions again, um, as, as numbers are coming down here for sure to where we're not, you know, leading the world anymore in Arizona. Um, so yeah, that has felt good, but also hard. It's hard to be making all those judgment calls and figuring that out, but hopefully, I don't know, hopefully it goes better this time around. (laughs) Right, right. Hopefully we know more, you know, part of it is knowing more. So, right. Um, and then, yeah, just phone calls and FaceTime and being mm-hmm. really intentional, like you said about, it is weird because we don't have all these places to run to, but like putting a phone call with a friend on the calendar because you will go a whole week without talking to somebody outside your family because you right. don't run into everybody at, you right. know, carpool pickup or whatever. So yes, that has felt good to purposely do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. How about emotionally for you? This is maybe the most, for me, it's been probably the most challenging one because Mm -hmm. it's just, there's a lot of emotions right now. Yes. So one thing that I was thinking about is finding ways to vent without spreading negativity. Yes. And this is something that I mean, like so many of these are important at other times too, but right now where we are carrying so much stress and I think like you were mentioning, needing to make decisions, we are just constantly having to reassess because the situations, situations are changing. We're getting Mm -hmm. new information or we're faced with, okay, well, what about this? You know, there is just, Mm -hmm. we're just all carrying a lot. And so I feel like Chris and I have become good at this just over the years as our relationship has matured and, you know, we've just gotten to know each other better and things. But what I've found is that if I can preface it by saying like, I'm not upset with you, but I just need to vent or I'm just feeling frustrated about this. And I want you to know, I'm not mad at you, but can I just like talk about this? You know, I think the preface is so important. Yes. Because otherwise, even if that's what you're intending to do, if if you don't let that person know, it can come across, um, you know, your tone of voice and just, it can put the other person on the defensive, or maybe you do need to talk about something that they did. But if you're saying like, you know, I'm not upset with you, but I just wanted to bring this up. I, I've just, yeah. I've just found that to be so powerful. And I feel like then it kind of signals to both me and Chris that like, this is not a time that I'm looking to get into a fight. This is actually a time when, um, like a strength like an opportunity yeah. to strengthen our relationship. Yeah. Cause, cause I find that we really do find that connection. I think we both really value being able to be there for each other in mm-hmm. those moments. And, and that just feels really good. And so yeah. instead of those moments being a time that are going to create more tension, I feel like they can end up creating more connection if you're able mm-hmm. to approach them in the right way. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really big one. Um, And then I also thought for me, just identifying things to look forward to, because right now Mm -hmm. can feel so stagnant. And we also don't, we just don't know when we might be returning to quote unquote normal life. And, And likely it's going to be in these these small steps, you know, it's not just going to be like, okay, great. All back to normal. Flip the switch. (laughs) Right. And so kind of finding those mile posts, um, for example, just this past weekend, um, 
we rented a house in Scottsdale, an Airbnb, and just for a little family staycation getaway. That was the first time, you know, that we've been anywhere else for more than a few hours. And Mm -hmm. and it kind of tapped into that family fun that I mentioned. So that had been something that I've just been looking forward to for like two months. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing is just new books coming out that I've been looking forward to. So many good books. (laughs) Yes. And and usually I'm not someone that buys a lot of new books, but it just so happens they're, you know, new installments of series that feel worth it to me or just authors that I've wanted to support and just pandemic. And so it's like, I'm going to treat myself to new books and get them on their release date. And that's just Mm -hmm. been really fun. So anyway, just like finding those even like seasonal things with the fall and winter coming up, those things that you know are still going to exist, like whether or not the world still looks very different, like opening Mm -hmm. up the doors and windows for the cool air in the morning. I know that's going to happen regardless of whether or not we're doing big family gatherings, you know. Right. I can burn a fall candle Mm -hmm. and it will smell like a big family gathering in here, whether there's one happening or not. Yeah. Um, For me, you could tell we go to the same therapist because (laughs) that has been huge for our relationship too, is to right now, everything is just like right under the surface, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody's got various tensions that they're holding right Mm -hmm. under the surface. And I think that sometimes that prefacing it, like you said, with, you know, I just need to vent or like, I really need you to help me solve this problem. Mm -hmm. Like this is bothering me in our household. Mm -hmm. You know, can you just hear me out and then tell me what you think Mm -hmm. versus like, especially me, I am very hot headed. And so I will just start going. Mm -hmm. And I think I even want a fight Mm -hmm. when really I don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like stopping for a second, it forces me to think about it. It forces me to say, to remind myself that it's okay to just vent without it being anybody's fault. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and then obviously putting the other person, you know, not, not on the defensive. And so that has been huge. Just therapy in general has been huge for me emotionally just Mm -hmm. to manage um, those feelings. And yeah, going virtually, it's not quite the same connection. It's really interesting because when you're talking about such intimate things, it feels a little weird to be doing it on a screen, but it's better than nothing. And I would... I would even say if you have not done therapy before and you feel like you really could use it now, it might be a good time to try it because it feels like a little bit less, Mm -hmm. it does feel a little bit less intimate, a little bit less intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all through like, you know, telehealth or like a virtual uh, healthcare provider kind of thing. It's not like you're just on Google Hangouts with your therapist. so it's a secure connection. Yes. So I just would highly recommend it. I know we talked about it a lot, but it's been huge. Um, for me, I can, I have tried to stay off of social media on the weekends. Mm-hmm. This weekend's kind of an exception because my family is camping. And so I am trying to get some work done and just enjoying, you know, being mm-hmm. on my phone without feeling yes. like I'm ignoring my family. Right. But, um, Usually I try to really log off for the weekend and that has been huge for Mm. me emotionally. I can just like feel my heart rate raising Mm -hmm. sometimes like scrolling through and seeing all of the really hard things, but then seeing them 27,000 times. It's just, it's just too much for us emotionally, I think. And so that plus I am ruthlessly unfollowing people. I love it. Mm -hmm. Versus getting mad every time I see something or getting, you know, Mm -hmm. feeling some kind of way. I'm just like, no, Mm -hmm. we're just going to unfollow for now or mute and move on. Yeah. And then I think another thing is 
to especially like going through some grief with my grandma and all of us are grieving plenty of things right now, but um, just feeling the feelings, just Mm -hmm. recognizing that you can't numb pain without also numbing the joy and the Mm -hmm. good stuff. And I think that it's just super important to just remember like this is not hard because you're doing it wrong. This is hard because Mm -hmm. it's like the freaking hardest thing our generation has ever lived through. And many generations have lived through. So like Mm -hmm. we have to just give ourselves grace there and just feel how we're going to feel. All right. That was some mini therapy right there. Yes. Right there, friends. (laughs) Honestly, I do feel like our podcast, it is a little mini, mini therapy. It is. It is. Even if no, even if we stop publishing it, I just still feel like we need to process life every couple of weeks with the microphone. I think so. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Um, Okay. So moving on to a lighter topic. What are you currently obsessed with? Okay. My obsession is just delightful. It's my baby. I just have to, I just have to have Maeve as one of my obsessions at some point. She is my baby. She is five months old and I just feel like she is just the definition of an adorable baby. She is happy. She is chunky. She's easy. Mm. She's sweet. Um, I would just, the whole family, we are just delighting in her. I mean, really like the boys, anytime they walk by her, they come over to kiss her, to play with her. They're bringing her toys. I mean, just the dynamic between them already is just so sweet. They're at such great ages to appreciate a a baby, you know? Yeah. While still, I think being close enough that she is like a sibling and they're not just like parents to her, you know, it's, yeah, it's right. really, really sweet. Um, and I am having so much fun having a girl, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the clothes, the patterns, and just, even though at this point she is no different than my boys right. would have been at this age, it's just fun imagining, you know, living that way in the future and thinking about yeah. what, you that know, mother daughter connection. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her little, per- her little personality, which isn't, you know, tied to being a boy or a girl, but anyway. It's just, she's a delight. She's my obsession. She really is so cute. You posted, <laughs> there was a couple pictures that I just was dying over. Aww. The the one of her laundry, like just oh. all her little baby laundry in oh. there. And I'm just like, oh, I just miss all the cutie laundry. Yes. Um, I, and then the there was one, I think, of the boys reading to her, like all snuggled up on a chair oh. or a couch or something. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. That it, is just like the perfect age for that. It is just so, it is so sweet. And there are certainly challenging parts about having mm-hmm. a baby, but I, I am just, I'm just loving it. The, all of the wonderful and sweet parts for me are totally eclipsing, you know, the hard parts. So that's awesome. Do you feel like some of that's the third one too? You feel like this appreciation and it just feels easier? Or yeah, I've been trying to think about that. You know, I think, I think with Dash, it was like, whoa, new parenthood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus he was a terrible sleeper. So right. I think that just made all of it harder. And then honestly, Cedric might've been as easy, but then I had a toddler. And, yeah, yeah. and I, and I didn't have a That's super a easy going toddler, you know, right. <laughs> Look, looking back. And so I think now Maeve is just a, like, seems to be a very easy going baby. And how much of that is being the third child versus her innate personality who can say, right. but right. then the boys are older now. So it is just like all of these things aligning. The sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. Um, well, I can't wait to squish her. I know. 
I won't squish her until you're ready, obviously. <laughs> I won't squish her against your will, but I am going to squish her. We she's are going to be like, who are you? Get we're, off. We're going on like a squish tour and I'm taking yeah, her around to seriously. all the people. <laughs> I can't wait till it's squish, squishing time. Um, okay. So this is the, this is a very nerdy obsession, but I am obsessed, obsessed with my new disc binding system for oh my PDF. Gosh. Tell me. PDF like curriculum. Tell okay. me. So I did Oh shoot. I don't have it. I know. I, I, I want to see please. I need to go grab it. I need yes. to. Um, okay. So there's so many curriculum. This is what I've been doing on my like weekend off, but it's <laughs> really satisfying and fun. So there's so many um, like PDF curriculum, mm. downloadable printable resources that you can just do that way. Right. So you're not buying a physical copy of anything. So like this is our new writing curriculum. Okay. Oh, this is hard to do on this little screen. <laughs> it is. But do you see those little like oh. discs? Yes. You know, so it's kind of like the happy planner. Okay. So there's a special hole punch that you can get. Okay. It's not cheap for a hole punch. Okay. But it's the Create 365. It's actually like by the happy planner. Okay. And then you get these little plastic discs. And so you can turn anything basically into a bound notebook. Do you have a a little disc? I I feel a little confused as to how the discs work. Show me. I'll show you. Okay. So it's just literally like a little circle, circular mm-hmm. disc that has a rim. So it stops it from oh. um, coming off. And then you can, here. I know, because it, it's different than just like a ring, like a ring binder. Yeah. It's not just a ring. So it punches it a very certain way. Let me take, so, okay. You see how oh. the pages are punched? And then you yes. can click it right in there. Ah, oh, you So you can very in. easily like clip in more pages or gotcha. rearrange and things rearrange. or take out things. Yeah. But then you can fold it back like a notebook. So it's not like a oh. binder where there's just like a lot of binder everywhere. That and, like, sounds two. so satisfying. It is like the most fun thing. And then you just like, I've just been laminating, which is also oh, a nerdy yeah. obsession. I, I told Jeremiah like, I was going nuts laminating the other night. And I'm like, you missed the smell of the laminator, didn't you? <laughs> when I wasn't teaching, he's like, uh, I don't know about that. Like that, that burnt plastic up. smell. Yeah, I love that because it would be totally fine if you just had things like stapled or paper clipped. But this just elevates it. Oh, yeah. Like this is professional. This yes. is professional. Yes. So I, and it's been nice because like I did there, because I switched some curriculum and then mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy physical copies of stuff or stuff is honestly a lot of homeschool curriculum that is, that does come in physical form is like back ordered right now because oh. so many people are homeschooling. Right. And so it was just really nice. Like their math curriculum, I got all online and then I can just print out what I use and I can clip things in and out of one of these and then they have like their math notebook and they don't have like loose paper mm-hmm. everywhere. So I'll tell you what. Slow. This is my obsession. Slow clap. Yes. Slow yes. clap. So if you have need of such such an item, we will link to these yep. things. But it's all from Amazon and it's very satisfying. I love it. Any neighborhood news? Um, I have something. It's actually not so much news as it is sort of a PSA that I've been meaning to mention. And that is that if your trash or recycling bin is damaged or like missing the lid, you Mm -hmm. can get these things fixed. I don't, I feel like many people don't know this. And just as I'm jogging around our neighborhood, I am noticing this and I just want to leave little notes on people's (laughs) bins to say, 
just get in touch with, at least for us here in Gilbert, you fill out a very easy online form and then yeah. they will come by within the week and I've gotten brand new bins. So I feel like if yours are just old and disgusting, like real gross, yes, yes, you can get a new one. Or one time they came by and they repaired mine. Like it was fine, but the top was somehow got broken. They gave me a new top and now it's good as new. And I, yeah, I find that just delightful. So, and we need that or there will be creatures in our garbage. Mm -hmm. We need, we need nice secure lids. Yeah, so. exactly. So anyway, Good PSA, your, yeah, your <laughs> municipality may also offer mm -hmm. this. So, there you go. Well, I want to give a, um, this is like a global. Oh, she's back in the U.S. now, but a global neighbor shout out to our longtime listener, Ashley. We have been in contact with her for a long time. She's always been so sweet and comments on our, you know, Instagram and, and sends us email and things. And she sent a package. We posted about it on our Instagram. She sent a package when she was stationed in Germany in the Air Force and with the sweetest note about how the show just helped her not feel so isolated, being so far from home and raising a little one. And so she sent us the sweetest package of like Christmas time German goodies, Aww. which we are here for stuff yes. for the kids. But then it, um, it, it traveled around the world because we had our old P.O. box. We don't have a P.O. box anymore. Just a side note, if somebody yes. tries to send us something, we tried to remove it from the website, but she had sent it a long time ago, but it did find its way back to her back in the States <laughs> oh now. So gosh. then she just sent it on. So it was just the sweetest thing. And even if it is belated, we love you, Ashley. Thank yes. you. Thank you so, so much. That just really, really warmed our hearts. It was the sweetest. Okay. I think that's all. I think that's think all so. we've got. I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves. I know it is a tough time, but and it's annoying to hear that over and over, but find one little way that just might make this hard time a little easier for you. Um, thank you so much for being here with us. If you'd like to find us in between shows, as always, you can connect with us on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door, and hopefully we'll be finding time soon here to get back on there and do another live chat. Yes. Um, we have fall extravaganza coming up, so there oh, will be man. lots of fall goodness over there probably. Yes. Um, you can find our Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook, and you can always send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. As always, you can find the show notes for this episode and all of our episodes at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Um. Another thing that I have just started um, are socially distanced coffee. Wait, there's many words in this phrase. <laughs> like everything else, COVID has completely changed the way um, taking care of ourselves looks. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Until you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Edit your shit, Erica. Okay. I try again. Now I can't hear you. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I can Hello? hear you. Hello? I can hear you. And just, um, yeah, that's kind of physically mm -hmm. what I'm... Nope. We're editing that part. That's bad. <laughs> that's, that's what I go off track is what I like. Just, yeah, that I keep talking. No. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs>